There's nothing romantic or attractive about the human heart. But we have simplified the shape and we've kind of sanitized and romanticized its meaning. Also, we can communicate that we have a deep affection for someone that comes from the very center of who we are. Hello, you're listening to the Greek to Me podcast, a daily discovery of the New Testament scriptures one word at a time. We hope today's podcast helps you better understand and appreciate God's word. Today's word is palus blanknas. James chapter 5 verse 11 says this, Behold, we consider those blessed who remained steadfast. You have heard of the steadfastness of Job, and you have seen the purpose of the Lord, how the Lord is compassionate and merciful. The word I want to draw out here is at the end of verse 11, James chapter 5, palu splanknos. It means very compassionate, or as James is translated here in the ESV, just simply compassionate, but it means to be very compassionate or full of affection or mercy. A literal translation communicates an intense visceral reaction because the the second word of this compound word, splankna, it means bowels or internal organs or hearts. And the prefix poly simply intensifies what is already a really intense word. And so essentially, James is saying how the Lord is many-boweled. He's, he's many-hearted in terms of his compassion or that he is full of so much affection. As an intensified compound word, palu splanknos, is used only once. But the word splankna, just the second part of that compound word, is used 11 times in the New Testament. And of those 11 times, only once does it refer to the literal internal organs. Luke uses this word in Acts chapter 1 verse 18 when telling how Judas's hanging resulted in his fall, which his splankna, or his intestines, his bowels, spilled out. That's just one of 11. Every other time the word is used in the New Testament, it refers to the inward compassion. And I understand how disturbing or even how disgusting the Judas reference is, but it really does help us understand the depth and the strength of this word. Maybe the closest we come to it in our vernacular would be to say, I love you from the bottom of my heart. Or in a negative sense, we might say, I hate your guts. Right? Ironically, the, the, the more unsightly of image, like bowel or intestine, the stronger the affection. The word alone just sounds kind of gross, splanknos, right? But it's among the most beautiful descriptions of how God has loved us. In fact, we see this most clearly in the way virtually all translations translate the word splankna in Luke 1.78. It's in Zechariah's prophecy, uh, predicting and prophesying about the coming of Christ. He writes this, "...to give knowledge of salvation to his people and the forgiveness of their sins because of the tender mercy of our God. That's the word tender mercy, that splankna phrase there in Luke 178. Think about this. His affection for us is not on his sleeve, so to speak, or in his mind simply. It's not something he feels skin deep for us, or circumstances, or even our bad behavior might discourage him from showing favor or love to us. No, he, he loves us from his very core, from who he is at a heart level. In Matthew chapter 11, verse 29, Jesus reveals something quite profound about his character, and he says he is, quote, gentle and lowly in heart. 
And it's from this place, his heart, the heart of Christ, that we are loved by God. The larger context of Zechariah's prophecy is the very first Christmas that Luke 1 and 2 describes. His words are for his son, John the Baptist, and yet Zechariah's prophecy is about the arrival of Christ the Messiah. Verses 76 through 79 read, And you, child, speaking of John the Baptist, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord and prepare his ways to give knowledge of salvation to his people in the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, whereby the sunrise shall visit us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in shadow of death to guide our feet in the way of peace." This is what we celebrate at Christmas time. A God who has loved us with all his heart. He's loved us, a people with a truly disgusting heart problem called sin. The way the word splanknos sounds is nothing compared to how disgusting our sin is to a holy God. And yet the, the many-bowedness, the, the many-heartedness of God for us, that is the fact that he's full of compassion, it compels him to give himself in such a radical way in order to purify our hearts. In the words of Zechariah, that he would shine a light in our dark hearts and guide us into the way of peace. This tension between what is so gross and what is so beautiful is in kindergarten classrooms and kids' craft sheets everywhere. I'm talking about how we learn from the earliest age to draw a heart. If you were to ask my five-year-old daughter how to draw a heart, she would impress you with how well she can sketch a cartoon heart. Really, her proportions and symmetry are excellent. And if you were to ask her what it means, she would, maybe without even blinking, tell you that it means love. But ask a teenager who has just completed biology class, and they may sketch an anatomical heart perfectly with chambers and valves and all. And they might do this just to show off or even be sarcastic or silly. There's nothing romantic or attractive about the human heart, especially if you're like me and you squirm at the sight of blood. But we have simplified the shape and we've kind of sanitized and romanticized its meaning. Why? Also, we can communicate the same idea of splankna, that we have a deep affection for someone that comes from the very center of who we are, and that's the place from which we love them. Christian James is saying that God feels this way for you and me. But he doesn't stop there. God then goes farther than even loving us, uh, people with a heart problem, with all of his heart. Right? He, he goes farther and he cleanses our heart and teaches us to love others the way that he has loved us. Paul opens his letter to the church at Philippi with these words. Philippians 1.8 For God is my witness, Paul writes, how I yearn for you with all the affection, the splankna, the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. And so it remains true today as it was to the Philippians. Because Christ came at Christmas and as a result of the work of Christ, our minds are being renewed and we have received a new heart, a heart of flesh that resembles more and more the splankna, the deep compassion of God.